millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to 31 Days of Terror 2023, Day 22. And I have three spooky stories for you today and story number one comes from Dejina. My parents were both working and returned late in the evening, such that when I got back from school, there was no one at home. I went straight to play with my friends in the neighbourhood. There was this one big old house I would often go to where there were two older girls I loved playing with. Their grandparents were adored by the neighbourhood kids. I remember them, they were nice to all the children. It is common in India for kids to call senior citizens grandfather and grandmother, even if one is not related to them by blood or any other familial relation. This incident happened a few years after the passing of their grandfather. I was eight or nine then, and as usual I went to the girls' house after school. I walked up to their house, back then there weren't gates or compound walls, and called out my friends to play. Pretty soon I realised no one was at home and I was pretty bummed. The toys we played with were on the floor to the side of the open veranda. I took a toy car and rode it on the floor thinking how I will kill time. From where I stood I looked around expecting my friends to return any second and for no reason I looked up at the house. On the first floor I saw holding the bars of the window the ghost of the dead grandfather looking right back at me from inside the house. He wasn't translucent nor disappeared when I saw him. He looked like a human, with flesh and blood peeping out to see who just came to his house. I remember he was looking from the window of the same room he resided in up until his death. The realisation only added to my fear. Without making a sound, I turned and ran the fastest my legs could carry me. I have heard ghost stories but didn't believe all of them. However, what I saw that day, I know it was no hallucination. He was right there. I can still see him watching me from that window when I close my eyes. The crazy thing is I wasn't afraid of him as a person, i.e. the person he was before he passed away. His ghost didn't look upset or angry but merely had the questioning look like, what is that girl doing there? What I was afraid of as a kid was the fact that the dead are not supposed to be seen after they die and why did the ghost appear to me? I've never told that family about seeing their grandfather. I didn't want to spook them. It is customary in some Indian households to bury their dead along with their ancestors in the grounds of the family house where the deceased resided at. That grandfather's remains were similarly buried in the ground away from the house near the tamarind trees. Children were not allowed to go there alone, afraid they might see something that might spook them. Was the grandfather's spirit lingering around as a watchful protector of his house and family? That old house was demolished years ago and a new one was built in its place. The same family still resides there. 
I wonder if the grandfather's spirit still lingers around and if someone from his family has seen him. Good on you for not saying anything to the family because I've got a big mouth and I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. But you know, I respect that. You don't want to spook them. You don't want to be like, hey, I saw your dead granddad looking out the window at me. So, you know, do with that what you will. Bye. It sounds like they were just lovely people and adored by the neighbourhood children, which is lovely if everybody was going to play in that house after school and whatever. And I think it's a lovely tradition to bury your loved ones where their house was, like on the grounds of their family home. I think it's really beautiful because you can imagine that was the place where you were happiest, the place where you spend the most time and to stay there for sort of all eternity. How lovely. And I think it's really nice to think of the grandfather's spirit lingering around as a watchful protector of his house and his family. I think that's a lovely way to think about it. So we're going to go with that. We're going to go with watchful protector. And story number two comes from Anonymous. I work as an out-of-hours vet nurse. My job role is not important when it comes to the story itself, apart from the fact that the job is varied and does allow for time to rest when it is quiet and the patients are settled and content. The building I work in is an old Victorian house built in the 1800s. I'm not sure why vets insist on converting old buildings into vet practices. It is a well-known fact in this industry that we are easily creeped out at night by long dark corridors and the eerie silence of a building that is normally full of hustle and bustle during the day. This building is, of course, no exception. There are many areas where staff repeatedly feel uncomfortable while alone. For starters, there is a creepy basement which has the typical scary dark concrete stairs down into it and the only light switch is on the inside of the door which you have to reach out into the dark to turn on. The landing upstairs on the first floor gives off an eerie presence as if someone is always watching. There are several small corridors which link up various rooms throughout the building and these always make you want to run through them as quick as possible while not looking over your shoulder in case someone is behind you. I have always believed in ghosts and truly think that not everyone passes on after death. My mum has told me of instances where she has seen them, so I wonder if it's one of these things that's passed on through generations. She also jokes that she is a witch because of her ability to know when things are going to happen and what people do next. I too have had times where I know things are going to happen before they do and have a strong sense of gut feeling. Not like a premonition, but more just a sense of knowing. I always accept whatever is coming, but sometimes the sense of knowing when bad things are about to happen can be overwhelming. While this might sound like a ramble, it is important, as I feel I know my mind and know what I see and feel and hear is true. I've been right about several instances happening in work before, and colleagues look at me bewildered, wondering how I knew certain events were going to happen. On one particular shift in the early hours of the morning last summer, Myself and the vet I was working with that night were upstairs taking a break in the flat. I was in one area and he was in the room behind me. We were both dozing for an hour or so until we had to get up and do further checks on our impatience. Or so I thought. The next thing I knew, the vet, who by the way is about six foot six, stormed through from the back room, stamped his way up three steps before he ran across the room in front of me, opened the door at the far side and slammed it closed. As he did so, he shouted, We're getting broken into! Get up, get up! Now, this unfortunately does happen in vets' practices all around the world. Often, drug addicts break in because of the availability of drugs. So I immediately thought, God, that's terrible, I better go help. All the while wondering how he had heard anything through in the back room. I couldn't move, though. 
I was stuck in my chair. It was like a heavy weight was pressing down on my chest. I screamed in my head, go and help the vet, we're getting broken into. It felt like an eternity while in reality it was probably only a few seconds. I broke out of whatever inability to move I'd gotten myself in and ran downstairs. I checked around the whole building. No broken glass, no open doors, nothing. Not even the vet. I went back upstairs in case we had crossed paths and now we were looking for each other. Nope, not up there either. So I took myself back down, checked every door was locked again, shouted on the vet, nothing. I wandered around making sure I couldn't hear any more. It had dawned on me. Was that large figure running across the room really the vet? I took myself upstairs and knocked on the door where he was resting. Are you in there? Yes, he replied. Are you okay? I replied yes and I asked if he had just gotten up there to which he replied no. And then he asked again, are you sure you're okay? I reassured him I was okay and went back to where I was sitting. I knew what I had seen and heard was not in fact the vet at all. One of the building's resident ghosts perhaps. When morning came I explained what had happened. He thought I had lost the plot but then proceeded to tell me of an incident where he was working with another nurse in another location. She had dreamt that he was stood over her watching her sleep. She woke and no one was there. It was definitely him that she described. She was adamant he was watching her. I started to wonder if he was in fact astroplaning. Was he sleepwalking and hid when I went looking for him? Or worse, was there some sort of entity attached to him? There has been no further trickery since that night, but I do know that things like to repeat themselves around the same time each year, like the anniversary of a significant event stirs up lost souls. I have no doubt in my mind that this building is haunted. It's not the hat man I saw either, I've seen him before, I know what he looks like. This was more sleek, it was shadow-like, it was fast. Will he make a reappearance? I guess time will tell. I wonder, Anonymous, if this is a case of residual energy like a haunting repeating itself like you said you know there's things that repeat themselves on the anniversary in that building maybe many years ago when this was a home they were broken into maybe it was very tragic maybe it was very emotionally charged for the people involved and at that time it replays at that time on that date every year it replays and somebody whatever this is the shadow figure maybe is a stamp through time of somebody who really did experience that, who really did experience getting broken into. And maybe because you have the gift of knowing that you simply were able to see it better than other people. Maybe it was the same for this other nurse, although it sounds like whatever she saw was potentially more sentient than just something that was, you know, echoing through time if it was standing over her watching her sleep. Or maybe it was some sort of sleep paralysis thing. And I totally understand certain buildings, certain doorways, certain hallways, certain rooms having that feeling of just ickiness where you're like, oh, this just does not feel good. When I worked in the hospital all those years ago, there was one particular corridor that I used to absolutely despise and I had to walk down it on my own every morning. And it was bright and airy and well lit. It was wasn't particularly spooky looking. But I remember I'd be wheeling my little trolley down the corridor feeling like, oh my God, I'm definitely being watched. I'm definitely being followed. Nothing ever happened that I was aware of. Just that horrible feeling of spookiness. Not a good feeling. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And story number three comes from Jessica. My mother had two kids. Me, the eldest. We moved into town so I could go to school. Before, we lived in a very nice commune. No religion, lots of politics. Think summer camp for adults that love pot, making stained glass windows, sewing, painting, writing and one grumpy nurse. We had to move into town away from our TPs because I had to go into the school system. We moved into a very grand, very large historical home with five bedrooms. Mom had my baby brother. He was with her and I, oddly, had my own room. I, living in a giant old house, would later research that it was built by a very important person in our very old town. Leesburg, Virginia has always had ghosts. We were a town before the Civil War, but in my childhood living there, I had a friend. A lonely small girl, me, finally had a friend. You could imagine me running around in a home full of adults, trying to be less hippie, more adult. As a child of the 70s, I ran around free. I can't explain this, but I had a ghost friend as I was running pretty much wild. Everyone would say, don't go in the dirt cellar under the house and don't ever go in the attic. We lived there for a few years. Some roommates leave, new ones arrived and no kids. I was home alone, but always had my friend. During these years, he was very mad and he would shut the attic door. It had an old latch lock and he would lock it and I would be filled with dread. Our cat died in the winter, so mom, feeling odd about tossing it in the trash, decided to bury it in the dirt basement. She started digging and found a bone. And then more bones. She yelled at me to get up the stairs right now. No police were called, but we all knew it was human. I talked in my room and asked my ghost if it was him. My ghost friend told me it was a cat, that my mom wasn't honest about my cat getting hit by a car. Thirty years later, my friend asked if I wanted to go to a party at my old house. His brother, his wife and younger daughter lived there, and a few friends. He said that she had a friend just like I did. In my adult mind, I thought my friend was kind of real, but maybe me just being lonely. We went to the party, and the grand home seemed smaller in that strange way once you're older. I didn't care about anyone's feelings. I ran around that home late at night. I found the little girl's room. She was awake watching DVDs with earphones as the party was downstairs. I told her who I was, and she told me his name. His name was Iggy. 
I was never bothered about his name. I just knew I would be safe in a house filled with rowdy adults not paying attention to children in the house. I had a freak out in my old house. I went outside and the brother came out interested in speaking with me. He said that she talks about Iggy heaps and that they were a bit worried and that was why they had asked Harrison to bring me over. So he researched the home. Being a historical town, we have a whole library about everything. And he found that the man that was the architect and builder of the home finally lived there in the 1800s. And his name was Ignatius. Iggy to small girls in the house. Ignatius, you absolute sly dog. Building that house back in the 1800s and showing up to the girls in the house many, many moons later. I don't really know how that makes Ignatius a sly dog. I just liked saying that phrase. Ignatius, you sly dog. (laughs) I have recorded way too many episodes today. Jessica, it sounds like you had a really interesting upbringing, just in general, living in a commune with loads of adults that love weed and making stained glass windows and general arts and crafts and stuff. And then obviously moving into town into a big old house, which sounds like you had lots of people coming and going. And I guess when you're a kid, you're just more accepting of these things. You know, there's loads of adults in the house. They're not really paying attention to what the kid is doing. And you finally have a friend and you're knocking around the house with this new friend and you're happy out. So the parents are like, oh, she seems happy. So everybody's happy. And then you realise when you're older, that imaginary friend might actually have been a ghost. But I'm kind of glad that you got your validation all those years later to be able to say 30 years down the line, you can say that I did see a boy in the house and it was this man, Iggy, potentially, who had built the house and lived in the house and potentially died in the house And either way, that house was probably very important to him. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Dejina, Anonymous and Jessica for sending in your stories. Remember, if you want to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.